So Ramchal is discussing why Hashem puts people in different situations. The first reason was not based on his action, but based on to put a person in a situation for struggle, everyone based on what they need to do in this world. The second one was the idea that certain people, because of the mitzvahs and ma'asim toivim, Hashem makes it easier for them to be davik by Hashem, and in contrast for Russia, it makes it harder for be davik by Hashem. So now up to the third idea, third reason. There's also another aspect involved in the general concept of suffering. Suffering may come to an individual in order to make him examine his deeds and motivate him to repent. This is particularly true in the case of a righteous person who may have committed a few sins, or in the case of an intermediate individual whose sins are balanced by good deeds. Deeds. Such suffering, however, is not the same as that we discussed earlier, which was an atonement for sin. Where, where, where before we learned about Hashkacha Kloli for the world, Rimchal put the idea that there is an idea of suffering for sin that cleanses us in, in order to enable us to be davik bishchina in the next world. Well, we're speaking of here now, suffering meant to motivate one and awaken his heart to repent. There's other reasons why bad things come to a person, but sometimes the reason why Hashem does makes it difficult for us in order to motivate us to repent. Punishment was only created to exist in the absence of repentance. Punishment, now Ramchal doesn't seem to say, not that everything bad is only in absence of repentance, because many difficult things happen to a person in this world for many reasons, as Ramchal said. But punishment, meaning in order that, that, that the idea of cleansing a person through punishment, that was only created in the absence of repentance. What God truly desires in man is, is that man not sin in the first place, and if he does sin, he should repent. If one does not repent, however, he can still be purified through these punishments that thus be not annihilated completely. So again, difficult things happen to people for already a few things that Michal said. But one of the, 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 up to the third reason, which is for in order to motivate him to do tshuva. But that's only because he wasn't Davik Bashem. In punishment, the Einish is only because it's an opportunity to undergo cleansing in this world and the next in order to be Davik Hashem in this world and the next. But it's only in place of Chuva. If you did Chuva and you don't need that, then there's no room and no need for punishment. I mean, one of the difficulties. I mean, let's finish up. Suffering therefore initially comes to an individual to motivate him to repent. If it's not effective, he must undergo a further suffering to cleanse him of his sins. Regarding this, God opened your eyes to to discipline and, and, and opens their eyes to discipline and bids them to repent from sin. So one of the difficulties is, in this whole, so again, again, we'll get to the end of Mobile Rikas, which is that, Ramchal is saying that many of the systems that Hashem uses to judge this world and to react to us and to place us in different situations. But the question is, if we have so many and we don't know which one is being used, how is it useful? Meaning when something bad happened to someone, should it say Hashem is trying to get me to tshuva? It's unclear because it's only one of the reasons why difficulties happen to people. So again, we'll get back to that. The Ram, the Ram does say that, that a person... That it's always because of the person always has to get back to the branch, and we'll discuss that again at the end of the parak. One second. It is necessary to realize that there is a limit placed in the amount of evil a person could do. And the Ramkal says, reason number four. Once, a lim- once this limit is reached, God no longer gives the individual a chance, but obliterate, obliterates him from the face of the earth. This is what I imagine, it's meant by the expression of milui hasa. 
the measure is filled. And this is based on the verse, when the measure is filled, they are crushed. For this very reason, we also pass it the wicked to be successful in order that the door remains open for that instruction. With regard to this, I would say, just told us when one comes to defile himself, the door is open to him. When this limit is reached, however, destruction is imminent, God's anger is aroused, and a catastrophe comes, totally not in such an individual. So again, another reason why Hashem brings action to react to a person in this world, number four, was because of a Russia to sort of stop him at certain points from doing rat in the world. Now we're going to number now we're up to Zion, but now we're going to go back to the first reason. Ramchal said, but explain it more in depth. The first reason of why th- people are have different situations in this world, Ramchal said, was because everyone is placed. Every, the world is the job of everybody of the world in totality is through tikkun amidas, through to come to to fix the world and come back to the Vekas Bashem. and everyone therefore has their own specific tafkid and job of what they have to do. And therefore, that your situation, you're rich, you're poor, is not because you did any mitzvahs or neveres, is because that is your struggle in life. Every, every placement in life has a struggle. Everyone here looks at their family and say, wow, my family is difficult. Not everyone, most, many, most, many people here, right? But that's, if you do that, then that's where Hashem wanted you to be in order for you to struggle in that situation. That's your role in life. Mm-hmm. I can't do, I can never achieve that role for you. Nobody can, nobody else in the world can ever and will ever have your role in life to play. So we can go back to that reason and explain that more in depth. It's also necessary to realize that Hashkach al takes into account of everything associated with each, each detail, whether it precedes it or follows from it. And dealing with each element, its ultimate effect on the whole is calculated, taking into account the manner in which every element is interconnected with every other one in the structure of creation as a whole. I mean, from the beginning of the world till now, everything is connected like gears in a watch. Everything in the world is connected. I Meaning, so everything that happens has a cheshbon based on everything else that happens in the world. So the, so the Bereshit sets us up in those situations based on not just the cheshbon of what's good for ourselves at that moment, but how it affects everything else from the beginning of the world till the end of the world to reach the ultimate tikkun haklali. <laughs> Thus, when an individual is judged, Pravin takes into account of his state and level with respect to what precedes him, what follows him, and what is associated with him. Each man is thus a judge in relation to his forebears who preceded him, his ascendant to follow him, the people of his generation, city and community associated with him. After all is taken into account, he is then given particular service, assigned and challenged, as well as specific responsibility in serving Hashem. Meaning, whenever something happens to somebody, it affects many people around him. Right? If someone gets hurt, it affects his parents, his friends, his rebbe, his, his, uh, everybody around him. So that all, everything that happens to any person, the judgment is not just for that person, it is for, it's for anything associated with him. That's why we have responsibility. It's basically, why, we have, why do we have responsibility more to the people around us than people not around us? Allah has ani ercha for example. You're supposed to help out tzedakah in your own city. Or your, what's the first rule of tzedakah? Who do you help out first? Your family. Why? I love everybody. Why should I think of my family? <coughs> because the Bereshim made you that family because you're responsible for them more. Because the Bereshim means you treat everyone equally, but you can't treat everybody, love everybody the same. That's obviously impossible. Right? You love everybody different, actually. Right? 
But it means you, basically, means that you treat or you actually have a certain level of love for everybody as a yid, but you expect it to care and take care of those close to you more than those not close to you, right? And you get those texts, right? Say, tell them for this and this and person that you never met, right? Does it melt your heart? You're a bum. You don't care about Jews, okay? Fine, now I know that. No, but that's reality. It doesn't do much. And thanks, it's not, again, maybe on the highest level of tzaddik, it, it can. But for a regular person, it, it, you have no connection to that person. Again, you got to drop because you got a text, but it's not, it's not, it's not that much because you're not, you, you, Hashem didn't place you in, the, in, their, in their circle. So everything that happens to you, the Rebbe Hashem, everything that Rebbe Hashem does to you has a great effect on everything around you, and that's taken into Hashem. And you also have to remember that everything you do to anybody or yourself has an effect, right? Every tire, every minute of Torah that you learn today is not just going to affect you, it's going to affect your great-great-grandchildren. Think about that until it makes, it makes yourself a little more important. Besides, it affects the whole world, as we learned before, that we don't can't see. But we can see how it affects our children, our grandchildren. The more Davuk Vashem you are, the more Davuk likely, the more chance of your children being Davuk Vashem, Right? Shemakabu said he went to a guy who would pay us, like, you know, till his knees. So he asked him, you know, why you pay so long? He said, if my pays are till their knees, my kids' pays will be till their waist, and, you know, and so on and so forth. And there's truth to that. Again, I'm not suggesting you keep your pays till your knees, but the, every time, when you, if you're making a hedgeman, you know, should I learn more Torah, should I be a better yid, should I put an effort to do more? Remember, it's not just your own effect. It has an effect on, on the world that you can't see and on your dearest Mr. Hashem that will come from you. It's important to realize, however, this is only true of one's judgment in this world. It's for this reason that we specify this, that what is decreed is one's service assignment. That is the state in which he will exist in this world. His responsibility will then depend on that state. The world to come, however, the state in which a person finds himself depends completely on his own deeds. The prophet said, the son shall not bear the sins of his father. Thus, for example, if it is decreed that an individual be worthy of great riches, then the children will also be born wealthy, and unless the situation changes, they too will have wealth and status. Wealth such as this is therefore merely the result of one's parentage. The same can be also true of poverty. I mean, if someone's rich, it's not because of he did anything special to become rich. If his parents are rich, unless there's a specific reason in general, the nature is that money passes down for a few generations, till it stops. That's usually how it goes, right? So unless there's a specific reason why it has to change, can Hashem will sort of leave things as is, unless, and again, that's also part of the original plan, that if someone's rich, his children should be rich, and everything is taken to the judgment of the whole world as totality. But in general, if the, the, the situation you're placed in very often depends on the things around you, that's what Michal said, not just your own tafkid, but your own tafkid is dependent on you where you were placed, and therefore that will be your assignment in this world to be rich, poor, smart, stupid, and anything along those lines. Our sages teach us that, as they were in India, that a parent can endow his children with five things. It is possible one be born with good as a result of his parentage. As like was possible, he should, never, he should later attend a good as a result of his parents' merit. It's like it's possible that one attains good because of his children. Thus, for example, success and other good may be granted individual in order that his children be born with these advantages. In a similar manner, it's possible good and evil before a person because of his place or where he lives or because of the group with which he is associated. Right, this, is the, this is the idea of sometimes like there's a Einish on a klal. Like if the throne said by Holocaust, that happened, right? Even great tzaddikim are killed 
sort of because of the din on the cloud. And that's again, obviously, even though it seems not fair, but the answer is, of course, that's also taken to Cheshman. Everything the din of the cloud takes everything always takes in the Cheshman from the beginning world to the end, and of course, from today till tomorrow and all that. Okay, now we come to another idea. Besides this, there's also another concept that some of the visual and general aspects of providence discussed earlier. When the highest wisdom to consider everything needed to rectify the human race and make it into perfect community discussed earlier, it's sort of its goal should be further if some people could benefit others and help them attain a place in the community. This is sort of a, a, a combination of the idea of the tikkun of, of the Ashkacha Ishis and Ashkacha Klalis. The rule that the community of the food should be restricted only to those who obtain perfection in their own right is therefore not absolute. For it is also the that an individual can reach a level where he can partake of perfection by including the community as a result of his association with a more wealthy individual. Again, the tikkunah kloli and the, and the perfect, perfected community means in the ilum hapa that everyone there will be perfect, meaning there will be no bad because even the people who are not on a great level in this world will be cleansed through Gehenim. And then, even though they won't be on a high level, but they will be in the next world. The only difference is that we remain on a lower level, and since he's not including the community's own right, only through association with another. So, Rechal is now going to talk about the idea that a person could connect through a tzaddik, a person greater than him, and therefore have and help that person through that, give him give himself a, a sort of a ticket to Nitzchei Stoylem Haba. The only ones who are cast out completely from perfection, therefore are those who are not worthy of it at all, either through their own merit nor through association with another. Because of this, the number are saved from annihilation and allowed to exi- ultimate, and allowed the ultimate bliss is maximized. So again, you see the idea that Ramchal, as Ramchal said before, that Gehenim and Oynesh are all a rachamim of, of Yitzhak in order to allow us to be cleansed in order to be dug by Hashem in the next world. And he wants to have as much as possible people to be there. Therefore, he allowed this extra way of getting in. Those who cause others to partake in the world to come will definitely be foremost in the community. They will be the leaders, while those who enter by virtue of their association with them will be holding and dependent on them. In order for this to be possible, all men are originally bound to each other. As I've said, you teach us, call Israel Rebim Zedelza. As a result, each individual is bound to everyone else, and no man is counted separately. God's aptitude of good is the stronger, is, is the stronger ever. If the guilty, and if the guilty for sin is shared by others, this must be certainly true of the merit associated with good deeds. As a result of this principle, suffering and pain may be posed upon a tzaddik, as an atonement for his entire generation. The tzaddik must then accept the suffering with love for the benefit of the generation, just accept the suffering imposed on him for his own sake. In doing so, he benefits the generation by atoning for it. At the same time, he himself elevated to a very degree for a tzaddik, such as this, is made into one of the leaders in the community of the future world, as discussed earlier. Shalom Aleichem, this is Menachem Weinberg. These Yorim were given in Yeshivas Ahavas Atura, Cleveland. For more information, visit yeshivasahavasatura.org. Thank you.